frankly, my dear. I don't give a damn. <laughs> that is the name of the book. It's full of quotes from movies. So I'm going to read three quotes to you. See if you can guess what movies they're from. Un, I feel dos, like you're going to do well. All right. Because I know them all also. <laughs> so also. that helps. Oh, God, that's... Okay, the first one. You know, once we successfully bred a bulldog with a shih tzu, you know what we called it? A bullshit. Shum. No idea. Whoa, really? Dumb and dumber. Is that Je- actually the line? Je- yeah, Jeff Daniels says it to Jim Carrey. Dumb and dumber, 1994. Does he actually say to Jim Carrey? Mm-hmm. I've watched that movie recently. Oh, and really? And you missed it? Must have. Shit. I watched that movie a lot as a kid too. All right, I can even do the bit of an accent on this one. Go for it. I don't work with the males because there used to be one. <laughs> Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, dear. Mrs. Doubtfire, 1993. Starring the, the very great Sally Field and Robin Williams. And the late Robin Williams. And lastly, no, come right in. Don't let the fact that my door is closed dissuade you in any way from entering my office. Whoa. I'm not... Bit of sass there, but... Don't know. Eddie Murphy... 1987. Oh, um, Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Two. Correct. Well done. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is not another podcast. Welcome everyone to season six, episode three of not another podcast. How are you, MJK? Yes, yes, I'm very good, thank you. <laughs> you know my voice is naturally louder. I just, I, d- I don't want to be too loud. I'm Why? very, uh, I don't know. So you're going to talk like that the whole... No, I'm podcast? not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. I don't know if I can handle 50 minutes of that. Yeah, well, you'd be like, huh? And I'd be like... What? what? How do you spend it around without no water? Speaking of water, here we go. Oh, dear. Bit of ADR for you. What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's... It, it's <laughs> three letters. Yep. Yeah. Wow, we're getting to a great start the ADR here. is what they do for on TV shows and stuff when they go in and have to record their audio again to put over the top. For different scenes for whatever reason. But anyway, anywho, I digress. How you been? It's been three weeks since our last episode. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I can't even remember what we spoke about last episode. Oh, your boy, Pete or, Davis. No, no, like, but oh. the stuff we usually lead in with, like, what you watch lately? So I'm just going to, you know, I'm winging it. You're winging it. I got well, a new phone too, so oh, like my like memos and shit, it, it's not accurate. Oh, because the last time my phone yep. you know, got backed up was some months ago because my old phone was a piece of shit. So I'm working from my memos from the past, man. Oh, dear. Relying present, on the old man. memes. Never. Not a good thing for old MJK. <laughs> Never a good thing for a lot of us. Early onset Alzheimer's, man. But that is where we usually begin is what have you watched lately? Did you want me to start? You know what? Or do you Ladies want to start? first. Oy. Also. Hmm. Elders before the youngsters. <laughs> Age before beauty, That's something like that. The one. Yes, yes, I'm old, I get it. Sorry, not sorry. Um, 40 f- now, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Middle age, here we come. <laughs> oh, God. Um, our feature for this episode is going to be season two of Umbrella Academy. So we're going to get to that 
I'd say shortly, but give it half an hour. <laughs> you never yeah, know. soon enough. Give it 15, 20 for sure. So Umbrella Season 2 coming at you very soon. But recently I finished Modern Warfare 2, the single-player campaign on PlayStation 4 because it was the free game for... Uh, what are we now? August. I th- must have been for July. Loves a free game, old Jay Marie. So I think I played it within three days. I've played it before, so I was able to run through it pretty quickly. Was that where you kept like exploding shit, or was that a different game? Uh, this, again, mate, my explosions of time, everywhere. No <laughs> exactly. Idea. Who knows? So that was a bit of a replay, but that previously was released on PS3. So it was the first time on next gen, getting a whole bunch of trophies. I rewatched the Cameron Diaz Tony Collette film in her shoes, and you were here at the time as you're coming out going what's this film mm-hmm. so you know there's some more placements on your timeline working out what have we done since then yeah like I, I barely remember you watching that yeah I remember it was a while ago now it's an older person maybe and I was like oh that guy but I couldn't even remotely tell you who it and is. I think it was about 2005 2006 and I remember taking my grandma to see that one in the cinema and absolutely love it so that was a rewatch I've been meaning to watch it again uh, just because it is one of my faves well done for not saying rewatch twice. In fact, that's what I actively tried to I avoid that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. She's thinking, she's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> she's breathing and she's thinking. I watched a Netflix film called Line of Duty with Aaron Eckhart. It was pretty terrible. Oh, that yeah, it was like 90 minute Netflix thing. Trailer and the yeah. like the, just the visual tone of it almost it makes good. it look like it's going to be like a lighthearted buddy cop type yeah. of situation. But it was uh, it tried too hard, basically. It I, felt very, very familiar. I was this close to watching it because yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it. But in like the same night that you watched it, but then your little rave oh. review at the end, you're like, yeah, it was, it was all right. <laughs> yeah. It was there. I was like, okay, I'm never watching it. Yeah, no, it was, it was terrible. Let's put it out all there. Right, yeah. well, I thought originally it was Line of Duty, the same as the English TV show, and it was a knockoff of that, like an American version, but it's not. It's got nothing to do with that. Um, it's a, a standalone movie and I don't recommend it. I watched for the first time The Sapphires, which is the Australian right. film about the three Indigenous women who um, sang for the troops in the Vietnam War in 1968. Um, my year 11s are studying it at the moment and one of my year 12s is studying it for a comparative. So I was like, oh, it's probably worth checking out just so I've got that knowledge going into those conversations. Finished season one of Stargirl, which is Stargirl. a DC TV Luke show. Wilson and I don't know who anybody Amy else. Smart. Ah, yeah. no. Bringing back some old I nostalgia for these people. so much. And I was watching a latest episode of Trinkets last night and yep. uh, the dad rocks up of uh, the character called Mo mm. and it's the, the modelling guy from 10 Things I Hate About You, the one that's got all the portraits of himself because he wants to go into modelling. He's got like dark the hair. really attractive guy. Yeah, the really attractive guy. kind of looks like A.C. Slater. Yeah, from he rocks Seth up yeah. as the dad. You know, that's how you know you're getting old. <laughs> when, the, when the teenagers from your films when you were a kid are the dads in the TV shows what now. Have, have you said that recently? <laughs> no. No, someone else was saying, or I picked up on that. I was just like, yeah. oh, they're playing the parents now. Yep. Yeah. So more evidence that we're getting older. But yeah, Stargirl season one, that was good. I think it's now been transferred to the CW. So that'll cut down it's the time of each episode and how violent it can be and some of the swearing. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I'd be keen to see a Stargirl Supergirl crossover. So it's going to look terrible now. You've yeah, the budget's going to be like, different oh, too. Yeah. yeah, and now they're just going to be all single camera, one room. You'd be like, what am I even watching now? <laughs> same costume all season. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cartoons, uh, man. It's just cheaper to like leave them in the same outfit. Yeah, and uh, I mixed it up a little bit. I watched a 
documentary on YouTube called Coachella 20 Years in the Desert. Oh, so last God. year, it was the 20 year anniversary I of the festival. I felt so much shame when I saw you watching that. And Why? then the next Coachella, it's just such a douchey bucket list thing. Yeah, I'm pointing uh, Yeah, I went in 2017, yeah. And bitch. then the next night, this is what made it worse. You were watching... Yes. <laughs> yeah, you that's on my list. Yeah, you Beyonce Homecoming. I mean, that's, a, that's a woman I can't stand. I know, you can't. terrible. And I don't love her either, but I did kind of want to see that performance because she was meant to perform in 17 when we were there, but then was heavily pregnant with the twins and was replaced by Lady Gaga. Not complaining about that fact. Yeah, Gaga rules. But yeah. you heard the conspiracy theory that when yeah. she was pregnant, she wasn't actually pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> She didn't have them kids. Haven't done that noise in a while. Yeah. What? No. No, because there's there's some evidence, and I'm using uh, air quotes here, but mm. uh, they've of her like doing an interview where she's sitting and she's got right. the baby bump, and she literally adjusts it and it like indents. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, huh? What, what the uh, fuck? You, what the fuck am I seeing? You wearing a cush? <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's the thing, though. Like, was she even pregnant? Are they her children? Where did they come from? Is that even real? Yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. Continue, I hadn't heard that theory, but yeah, I really enjoyed the doco on Coachella because it covers its origins in 1999. It looks at how it started, how it was. It was terrible to begin with. It was not making money for a first few years. Didn't have one in 2000, and then boom, it's sort of become this cultural phenomenon. A big uh, phenomenon in pop culture and it sort of evolved with music as music has evolved and it's quite interesting to see the parallels all of those things and everything happening and to watch some key performances from over the years and yeah thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it it's about an hour 50 and free but on youtube so why not back i thoroughly enjoyed it <laughs> Um, excuse me and I have fi- finally finished the series finale of Killjoys, which was season five, all 10 eps. So we finished that now. Um, and we, he, that's a rewatch for him. First time for me. I have a question. Yeah. Did what you the like hell do you want? Yeah, no, it was good. Cause I know uh, you, you went all out and bought the Blu-rays. Of that I shit. did. I was like, he had a, some downloads of it and the and quality like was, them. yeah, pretty poor. And I'm like, I'm going to get some Blu-rays and they were cheap. I think we got like buy two, get one free on all of them. So yes. You know, I pick my times. Because I think the only time you purchase from JB is when there's six specials. I try and do the deals now, otherwise I'm spending a little bit too much money. Yeah, at least you're responsible. Thank like, you. you know, Lonnie Lego over here. Yeah, your, your Lego obsession. Yes. Get to that later. You and I watched <laughs> its new segments coming up. <laughs> okay. Mopo's Lego it's obsession. In- intervention. And it's called, it's titled Lego or Lego? <laughs> Let me go. Lego. Let's go. Let me go. Now, uh, you and I watched Euphoria Season 1, which is a rewatch for me, and I'm going to let you talk about that when it comes to you. Boys Club and I finished Diablo 3 and the expansion pack. Um, that same night, we also watched the third and final ep of Middle Ditch and Swartz. How do you say it? Yeah, Middle Ditch and Swartz. Middle Switch and Middle, middle Ditch. ditch. Yep. Yeah. Middle Ditch and Swartz. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, improv show on Netflix. I've seen all three of their eps now, and that was the... The lawyer one where they're all, I think they were lawyers. Oh, I'm struggling. Oh, it was a job interview one. He's going up against his friend and they're right. trying to, yeah. It, it has its moments. You have to laugh for sure. It, yeah, wait, I think, because that's the SNL one, right? The photographer? Yes, yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was quite entertaining. Um, I still think the episode one of that was the most hilarious yeah, of all of them. Really good to suck in to think that it's all good. Correct. Ep- second episode was still good, but nowhere near as funny Correct. as the first. And then, yeah, the third, 
funny in the moments. second, but <laughs> not as nowhere the first. near as good as funny as the first. So if you're going to check it out, watch episode one for sure. I've watched season one of Teenage Bounty Hunters. Totally got into that you, in the end. Just quietly before you go. Oh with yeah. That, I've. I think I figured out why the first one's so funny. And this mm. is going to sound stupid, but I think it's the only one where they had like strong female characters. So they were being girly and it was really silly and funny. Right. Whereas they were the a bit more ones, silly with it. Yeah. Like, well, I, but they course. also had like the ghost rocking up. Like the yeah. way they were bring, able to bring back jokes and stuff. Like, it's, what are you doing here? Like, I would actually happily, like literally right now, go and rewatch that ep right now. I would yeah, thoroughly good. enjoy it. Um, yeah, so watch season one of Teenage Bounty Hunters, which was on Netflix as well. So that Didn't was 10 Didn't that was a series. And yeah. seeing you, were, I came back and you were mm. watching it on a few different occasions. I'm like, is that how long is it taking this bitch to watch this movie? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a series. It is a series. So I smashed through that in the end because there's not a whole lot on air at the moment, except that I just watched the mid-season finale of Winona Earp Season four, that's one of a few shows that I'm actually watching now besides Wentworth and The 100. Then Lucifer and Trinkets now on Netflix. I'm going to talk about them next ep. And I did see a movie during the week, but I'm going to save that, guys, for episode four. So watch this space. What did Jade go and see? Well, you'll find out soon. MJK, what have you watched lately? What's up, what's up, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, Jumbo. (laughs) Uh, I watched season one of Hoops, which is Jake Johnson from yes, New from Girl, Girl. animated series on oh, animated. Netflix, mm-hmm. co-starring Ron Funches, uh, Natasha Leggero, uh, both comedians. I thought you were going to say Natasha Leone for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, no, that's fair. Cause, and if you heard how I kind of like mm. really sounded it out, I was doubling down that I was using the right L last name. Right. Yes. That's uh, why I was. it was leading. Fucking hilarious, ridiculous, and uh, mm. I feel like a lot of it's improv because, mm. you know, Jake Johnson did a lot of improv yeah. on New Girl, um, and just with the audio, the okay. animation kind of follows these days. Like, they have the storyboard, and they go from it. Like, Rick and Morty's model's a lot like that, so they can improv and have mm-hmm. fun with it. Um, stupidly hilarious. He's a... A terrible basketball coach and his dream is to make it to the big leagues. <laughs> He's coaching high school uh, basketball. Is this on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Right. Ten apps or something. Maybe eight apps. Not important. And he finds like a seven foot thirteen year old kid, and he's <laughs> like, "You're my ringer. You're gonna take me to the top, kid." And this kid has zero, zero interest coordination in, in or just okay. no interest in no basketball. Interest. He's actually good. Okay. Like you know, you would expect. You need some hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he kind of takes him out of a lull, but there's just a lot of ridiculousness going on and. The original team he has, they've they've all got like little cool character quirks, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah, the nice. shit out of it. That sounds good. New Guys was recently re-added back to Netflix. Oh, what they have it on, take it off, put it back on again. Yeah, what? It's, it's back. Yeah, cause, and I was really wanted to watch it recently, so I did the other night, which I laughed out loud a lot. Mm-hmm. Gosling's acting in that is mm-hmm. stupidly good. His comedic timing, God, I love that He's man. He's made a lot of good choices. Russell Crowe as well in that movie is mm. good. The chick who's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, who's the daughter to that famous chick, mm. she's in it as mm-hmm. one of the main characters. Yeah. Just pointing out yeah, she, the did, names she does a really me. good job. Your boy, Coma. No, 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 it's not Coma. Boma. Boma. <laughs> Matt Boma, yeah. That one, yeah, he's in it as uh-huh. John Boy with a ridiculous mole on his face. Good movie. Oh, Enjoyed God, it. yeah, that's right. Um, I watched, I can't remember if I said this last time, but uh, Dirty John, I watched season one of that. I feel like you mentioned it, or you at least I told to me. You, yeah. yeah, under the recommendation of a guy at work, mm. it was okay. Love mm. Eric Banner. Then watched also season, season two. Season two is it different. Came out recently, Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. Christian Slater. Terrible. 
Okay, yeah, well, right. Uh, you almost, they're, they're trying to make you have sympathy for a woman who murdered her ex-husband and his new wife. Oh, God. Very tonally just terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't work. It didn't work for them. No, no. Okay. I don't know if it was because they were trying to sell it from her perspective. Yeah. Or that was actually what they were going for, but it was very disturbing. Uh, you also watched Vice the other night. I did. Yep. Worth it just to see Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush. Yeah. That That'd be cool. Can do no wrong. Christian Bale again. I don't know if he put on a ridiculous amount of weight or the prosthetic. I think it was a bit of both. Yeah. Okay. Terrifying to see him as Dick Cheney. Yeah. Again, he did a good job, but for me, that movie just peaked with with Rockwell as. And yeah, your mid movie credits. <laughs> God damn. Uh, it's worth if you don't want to watch the whole movie. It's worth just that. watching up to <laughs> that point. <laughs> Fifty minutes in or whatever they oh, say, dear. Oh, he could have been a good dude, and you know. Not done questionable things mm-hmm. politically, but instead he chose to go down the trail of being a vice president. And are uh, your thoughts on Euphoria? Amazing. HBO. I told you I'd love it, and uh, I yeah. there was no even like pretending like, oh yeah, this is all right. Yeah. It actually was fucking amazing. From start to finish. And um, hooks you in. You know, you I could have been all like, stop, you know, ruining it, but you were like pre laughing at certain things, and I'm like, nah, warranted because it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Like uh, it was little, only a couple of times, but yeah, like a little just, detective spiel. Oh, when she's channeling Morgan Freeman, she we know it's Morgan Freeman because she says so. Like, and they're calling each other by their last names, which is just classic oh, detective style. That was great. The whole little breakdown of like a good and bad dick pic was just it's, so bizarre, but kind of interesting all at the yeah. same time because it's not something we're not really used to see. If you like episode two, I like just, you could have warned me there was a lot of. <laughs> it just kept coming at me. I was like, why are there so many dicks in this show? But I Oh, damn. Play. Zendaya, though, is brilliant. She's really good. Yeah. She's so good. Like, we've never seen her before. There is going to be a season two, so we're just waiting for that to drop. I think they've filmed it because it's been... Like, it was 2018 that came out. She's nominated for an Emmy for that role. I really like the chick... Uh, uh, Maddie Yeah And I like Secondary Or more so even like A background character The chick I You know Associate with Lala From End of Watch The one that vapes all the time yeah. Yes, I th- yes I just liked her I thought she was hilarious <laughs> She's barely in it yeah. But she's like She just pops up it. occasionally For someone neutral To say something neutral And for her to like Yep you know, so you get the tone of what it was. Like, yeah, you know, yeah I just asked my virginity, you slut, you know, like. It's got the guy in it from Kissing Booth that all the young people know, and I oh. can't tell you his name, but he's so Which unlikable one? in that show. Oh, he's the dude. He's the main dude. The punchable face. Who's apparently dating Zendaya, and I'm like, no, don't do oh, it. He must be a sweetheart in real life. Oh, then. I hope so. I, mean, I hope so, because that character is very unlikable. He's a terrible person. Yeah, he's a terrible person. At least with some characters, you should have flaws. Like, obviously, Zendaya's got a, an addiction, but she has redeemable qualities as well. I actually nearly had fucking tears in that last episode when they mm-hmm. were carting her dad out. Mm-hmm. That was already heavy enough. Mm-hmm. But then she grabbed his hoodie, mm-hmm. and that's the fucking hoodie she wears the whole Correct. season. Correct. The ref is like, shit, that's what she's been wearing that's why all she's wearing, like, that season. ridiculously oversized yeah. hoodie. And I just, I was just like... Almost good connection. Oh, that's fucking heartbreaking. And then, did you like the sort of music video quality to the end of it, where she was actually singing the track, and because she was high at the time, so you can sort of uh, justify it being her all in her head. But um, visually, it looked so different to anything I've seen on TV in a while. Just the way it kind of the camera tracked and the just the choreography as well. What what would you call it? Like the soap opera tone, where it kind of looks Mm -hmm. like it's a veil. 
how you yeah 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 you, you're seeing it like the uh, filter as well that's it the that's, filter that's and it kind of for. links back to episode one where she takes drugs and then she's like walking up the walls so clearly the room is rotating and she's just moving around it like a rat in a in a wheel but it kind of links to that as well so i just really love a lot of the camera work in that show mm. um the things that they do the music is such a key the part music of it is absolutely perfect. loved it 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 Sets the tone for everything. And the yeah. episode where they're at the carnival, where it's almost like... Yeah, that's a great episode. Just a big score. Like yep. dum, 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 Labyrinth like. oversees the music for that. A pop star called Labyrinth. So a few of his tracks are within there. But yeah, I think he's done a great job with all of that. Definitely recommend it. We were watching it through the Binge app. So if you need to access it that way. it was It's it probably was on Foxtel too. Very pleasant to watch. Yeah. A lot of characters I enjoyed. Mm. Except for the guy that you very spoke Very raw of. and real, yeah. Um and yeah, uh, Maud Apatow. She wasn't oh, yeah, like yeah. hugely I like, no. present in that sort show. Of in the back half, she's a bit more present. But everything she put in, like yeah, just the Bob really Ross costume, Jesus Christ, oh. that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I really like her character. Character, I really like her. So she's a very likable character. Yeah. definitely in the show. She's the only sane one. Well, she's right? the only one that doesn't seem clearly damaged. No. Like she's got dad issues. She doesn't issues, have issues. Kind of. She does, but she's not. It's not something that you, it it's metamorphosized into something like yeah. an addiction. Might or, come up next season. Yeah. Don't know. She's got clean piss. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Is well, that all you watched? Uh, did I come again? Oh. can't remember. I watched Space Force season one. Yeah, I don't know if you spoke about it. But uh, Lisa Kudrow is very unlikable in it. Oi! Watch yeah. out. Well, she's, she's not friendly. <laughs> she thinks she is. Oh, she's got corn rolls or something, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's in prison for most of the corn show. Corn rolls or corn, corn, corn rolls? Corn I rolls, believe. that's what I thought. I could be wrong. Because mm-hmm. there is maybe some rolling. What do I know? I don't know. Yeah. Space Force uh, Season 1. So was, would you recommend it? Absolutely. It's on Netflix, yeah. Don't binge it like I did, though. Space it out. Yeah. Oy, space it out. Oh, space it out. Because then it's course. over with. Is that the issue? Uh, and or do they b- blend too much? Yeah, yeah. and that, that's that's clearly my fault. But uh, the guy from uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz, the Schwartz one, he's in there yeah. as his um, social media advisor, and his character's name's literally Fuck Tony. What? Yeah, it's it's this is it's what I mean. Like, you've watched the trailer and you're like, mm. okay, this mm-hmm. is gonna be maybe a, not serious, but like comedy it's got with serious elements seriousness. to it. But it's very much a Steve Cross. I would liken it to something like Thirty Rock, but with Space Force. Yeah, nice. It was, and it, it's good. It's fun to watch. Good characters and shit. And uh, yeah, just on top of that, just been watching some old sitcoms. That seventies show, Arrested Development, Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, always Simpsons. Rewatching F is for Family as well because yep. it's a good cartoon. And uh, that's about it. That's about it that I can think of. Fucking love Disco Sun, but yeah, represent. <laughs> Speaking of things we've watched lately, 
trailers. Oh, yeah. Shit. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. That was the last segment, for real. <laughs> the last segment was what we've watched lately, yes. Uh, in case you're just tuning in now. <laughs> I'm just, it's just for me. <laughs> I had no for idea. For your own reference. Um, trailers. Uh, recently, DC put on a fan convention, an online virtual convention for all of its movies and TV shows, etc., past and present. So it was called DC Fandome. It was a 24-hour event and it was almost like a Comic-Con but exclusively exclusively for Detective Comics. And uh, like a Comic-Con, it released a few trailers, one of which was Wonder Woman 1984 trailer number two, which gives us more clips from the film that we can expect. Having been to the movies Sunday night, they replayed, funnily enough, trailer one, but we can confirm that in Australia that will be released October 1st, so put it in your fucking calendars. I'm swearing because I'm keen as for that film and I want it to do well um, because a lot of the cinemas around the world aren't showing movies. People can't go to them. We are fortunate, fortunate enough to be able to do so, so... October 1st, that's going to be awesome to check out. In seeing the trailer, I realized my Lego that I built the other day, I saw the tower in it and now I like the Lego more. I'm like, it means something now because I know I've seen it in the film. Whereas before I'm like, what is this satellite nonsense? What's that got to do with anything? Nothing. Nothing. Big bupkis. So that was one of the trailers that dropped. So was the first look at Batman. Quite Sorry, it's called... The Batman. Or the, if you party like that. The Batman with Robert Patterson. Um, so we got to actually see him, him in his suit, him as Bruce Wayne, some of the action sequences. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, Jeffrey even Wright. though I don't think he's been promoted to the Commissioner Gordon because it is a young Batman. So we'll just say Detective Gordon. Uh, yeah, Jim that's Gordon. so cool. That's yeah. so cool that it's a black actor playing that too now. And Jeffrey Wright, he's popping up everywhere because we're obviously still watching Westworld Season 1 and he's in that. But... At the movies the other night, um, they played the latest Bond trailer, uh, No Time to Die, and Jeffrey Wright's in that as well. I'm like, this guy's everywhere right now. Good for him. Good for him. Um, So, The Batman, did you watch it? Yeah, I fucking hope I did. Yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, Keen as fuck, and I like that he's got a bit of uh, of angry in him. Yeah, 100%. He seems like an angry little shit, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm wondering if he's the youngest actor to have played Batman. But I feel like I'm thinking of people like George Clooney and Michael Keaton. I see them as older people, but they were released so long ago, they probably were pretty similar to his age. Well, Clooney, Clooney-Tang, as they like to call him. Uh, Clooney-Tang? <laughs> has always looked a little bit older than he is because of the salt and peps. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale, you got to remember, 2008, 2007, I think, yeah. was when Batman Begins came out. Yeah, so it does. How old that fool is. Uh, Keaton as well, like he's tough to gauge on age because he's always had that like hairline that suggests that he could be in his forties, even though you know yeah. he's probably like twenty five or something. Yeah, and interestingly, they did a poll on IMDb the other day of who people's favorite Batman was, and do you know who won convincingly? Please tell me it was Keaton. Ben Affleck. <laughs> what? Was they trolling them? I don't think so. It was IMDb, so I'm gonna trust that. People just had the poll up on Twitter and Facebook. People punching in their their votes, and Ben Affleck won. Well, you know, second who to did love second was Christian Bale. Uh, ben Affleck is Batman. Who? Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. He oh, he's a big fan. He's a 
he's his friend, so you'd hope he'd like it. They're the homies, yeah. That's right. They also released a couple of game trailers, which I checked out as well. Um, you didn't give a shout out to the one chick that was featured in that trailer. He, that man? You are, yeah, you're trying to be female empowerment and shit. Uh, the one chick. That's right. That film is Zoe, oh, Zoe. Kravitz. Well, you can't really tell it's her because she's in her Catwoman outfit. But yeah, Zoe Kravitz you is. You see her face, kind of. Maybe you can't see it. You can't see it. Shout out to Buddy Zoe. Buddy said Penguin looks great, and I've watched that trailer three times, and I have I didn't see anybody who's who, playing Penguin. Your boy. Mm. From Total Recall Remake. That's right. Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yep. Right. Did you see him in the trailer? Oh, I missed. I missed. I need to rewatch it, I think, because I probably was watching it on my phone screen, so it's too small. Even, I can't even remember the song that was playing in it. No. Nah. It was good. Everything tonal felt good. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, true. Just and the, the duct tape at the start. Yep. Man, oh, beautiful. They did release some teaser trailers for The Suicide Squad, introducing mm-hmm. a bunch of the characters. I haven't watched any of them, but they I, are out there. I enjoyed that. Yeah, nice. I've heard that they're pretty good. We get Nathan Fillion, which is exciting, mm-hmm. as another character. And tied into that, they released a trailer slash gameplay clip of The Suicide Squad video game, which is going to be co-op. And tonally, that felt very, very great. And it got gr- Big, big points for me. I'll never play it because why does Captain Boomerang sound like not Australian? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Why do they never get the, the voice right? But you know what it got points for me from? They play, once they do their little sort of dialogue sequence at the start, they cut mm-hmm. to some gameplay, which looks really cool. And they play Bombs Over Baghdad by Outcast, And I'm like, right. I like it. I like it. They get points for that. So that's probably a game I'll check out. It might be something Boys Club and I can play. Um, speaking of... Games. They also released the trailer for Gotham Knights, which is the next in the Batman series of games. But the trailer starts with Batman disappearing and four other key people in his team have to step up, including Batwoman, which I'm excited about, Robin, Nightwing, and one other character who I liken to Deadpool. Kind of like Deadshot or something like something along those lines. Deathstroke. Mm, well, Deathstroke's an enemy, so it's not him. Well, Slade Wilson and Wade Wilson, they, they're basic. That's, that's yeah, the one okay. that, that they dueled I'll with. have to look that up, but it looks like that could be co- four-player co-op as well. Obviously, graphics are great. It, was prob- it might even be a PlayStation 5 sort of game as well. So um, I think I will check that out as well. I've played a couple of bat game- Batman games in the past and really enjoyed them. Um, and, yeah, the movie's like... On Sunday, they show James Bond, um, Wonder Woman, and Bill and Ted 3. So I saw that trailer for the first time. I'm but noting. I haven't seen the other two movies. So Ever? No, ever. I think I've literally only seen them once. Yeah. And it was tough because this was when Keanu had done movies like Speed. Yeah. And Real you know, serious, Matrix, big blockbuster actions. All yeah. that kind of shit. And I'm like similar-ish character. He was in the... Uh, what was that movie called? It's got like Steve Martin and all this and their their parents and he's oh yeah dating Diane West. Yes, yes, daughter. yes. I yeah. can't remember the name of it, but yeah. he's also playing like an airhead type dude. And I'm like, yeah, that's not Keanu, man. Yeah, and that's then not Bill how and Ted, you know, doing a but I've I've watched them. I did enjoy them. They're very silly. Okay. But oh, know. they're definitely very silly. Oh yeah. But you know who's playing? Um. Okay. Death. Which one's Bill and which one's Ted? The second name I believe is Keanu. Ted is Keanu. Okay. So one thing I took from the trailer that interests me was 
Ted's daughter is played by the main chick from Atypical, so the sister of the boy with autism. Yeah. Right, right. And the daughter of Bill is your girl, Samara Weaving. What? Yeah, she's in it. So she's in the whole thing because the idea is the daughters become involved. Kind of remind me of the same concept of the latest um, uh, Jay and Silent Bob where the daughter gets involved that way. Kind of just made sense with their age and everything. So, yeah, they're in it and they get trapped in hell or something like that's going on and they have to help each other. So (laughs) I was like, that's cool casting for that Mm. part of it. But, yeah, it comes across very, very silly and I haven't watched the other films. Tim and Hedge were like, Watch them. They're so good. We're going to go they're, see it. They're good. Like a, yeah, yeah. For what they are, they're good. Yeah, exactly. You know? In a time like when Wayne's World and shit were out, they were like... Yeah, sure. Have you watched any other trailers? Yeah. Besides so that? Yeah, I what's up? What's the up? the trailer for Most Dangerous Game. Most Dangerous Game. Movie? Series. TV series, yeah. On Quibi. Quibi? Quibi. Quibi. Oh, the one Q-U-I-B-Y. that... you Excuse me, told you about... I no, 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 I, I, I have no idea. I okay. Just know, I'm seeing a lot of people promoting stuff like, yeah, coming soon to Quibi. I was like, what the fuck is this? I have no idea. Oh, you still don't know. You haven't watched the trailer. Well, I mean, I know it's a streaming service, which I assume is oh, akin the, to Oh, but what's the show, though, that you're talking about? It's, it's got Liam Hemsworth in it. Oh, damn. And uh, Christoph Waltz. And he's got some this is how you know it's american uh, he's got some big medical bills that he needs to pay yeah, that, that's, so that translates he's uh he takes a like a, a deal with a, a very rich dude to be hunted for 24 hours and if he survives he gets the money if he doesn't he clearly is dead right and it's a, a ridiculous amount of money i think it's like 12 and a half million dollars oh wow yeah that's life-changing that's, for sure it's america <laughs> oh that's america kids and I had on my list of trailers to watch mm. it's like a new Mel Gibson joint, but I still haven't watched it. Ooh. So I'm disappointed in myself. But I'll watch it and I'll talk about it next time. Force of Nature. Okay. I'll, I'll check it out as well. Actually, speaking of Mel Gibson, something else I did rewatch in the last three weeks with mm-hmm. my current year 11 class is Hacksaw Ridge. So I've seen that for the third yeah, time you're now. A for that. I can't stand the guy that plays the uh, Andrew the Garfield. He's terrible. Very punchable face. Come on. Good advice. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Listen to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Because <laughs> that's what you do with rivers and lakes. You listen to them. <laughs> exactly. We are bringing you the top 10 Netflix shows in Australia today. So count them down, bitch. Count them down. Learning from last week's, last time's lesson <laughs> to start at 10 and work our way down to number one. I imagine it would be a bit more of a surprise since it's been three plus weeks and all, you know. I know. There's going to be a lot of changes. They do change pretty quickly. I so. sure hope so. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Fire it up. Top 10 movies and films on Netflix today in Australia. Number 10, Project Power, which is the film with Jamie Foxx. I've and seen the trailer. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. I was going to put myself through it the other night, but I looked up on IMDb the rating, and it's like a middling rating, like a six point something. Right. So I was like, I'm probably not going to love this. Okay. Uh, number nine, The Sleepover, with Sleepover. an entire cast I've never heard of. 
Although I think some of the bigger characters include, okay, who's the blonde chick from Watchmen who has brown hair in Watchmen in the movie? But then she's usually associated with like Paul Rudd movies. She's in Wonderlust with Paul Rudd. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about, but uh, I don't know her yeah, name. Yeah, nah, because her name's not listed on there. And I'm like, she's the only recognisable one to me. But yeah. anyway, she's that's a, a movie. She's a babe in The Watchmen. She plays like the daughter of um, Carla Giamma's character. Not important. <laughs> Number eight is a film called Santana. Is it based on Santana? Two brothers on a narcotics... One a narcotics agent, the other a general, finally discover the identity of the drug lord who murdered their parents decades ago. Entire cast I've never heard of. Is it Santana? Is it a Netflix original? Yes. Okay. You got it. Probably good. Number seven, Hoops. And now seeing that, I'm like, oh, I've seen that picture. Because the other day, was it you that came out or someone came out to the room and I had Netflix open and like... Hoops was right next to Lucifer and they both have the characters posing on their sides. Like, <laughs> paint me one of your French ladies. But yeah, number seven is the animated series Hoops TV show. Number six, Umbrella Academy. We are talking about that very, very, very soon. And it was still in the top ten when we recorded three weeks ago. So that is sticking there. around. Yeah, no surprises up, there. Apparently it's broken some Netflix um, records for being in the top ten for the longest. I read that the yeah, other day. Fools are still home up in most countries. True, true. Yeah, but this is Australia only. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, Melbourne's Melbourne got a is huge population. Struggling. So Victoria. Number five. Victoria. <laughs> number five, Dirty John Betty. So the second season of Dirty John that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Number great. four, billion, sorry, million dollar beach house. Oh, God. That sounds terrible. A group of young and hungry agents try to seal the deal on luxury listings in the Hamptons. I think it's true. Uh, it's non-fiction, sorry. It's not fiction. Sounds terrible. Right? Number three, I Am a Killer released. A docuseries oh, spin-off where it looks at a convict is paroled 30 years after being sentenced to death for murder. Then he makes a stunning confession. That actually sounds really Spin interesting. Off to what? I don't know. It just says it's only got like three episodes. A or something? Maybe. Or I, I reckon it's a spin off of a docuseries called I Am a Killer, and this one is I Am a Killer Released. Oh, okay. And it's only three eps. They're 38, somewhere between 30 and 38 minutes, respectively. Yeah, and I saw that advertised the other day. Number good, three. Good for them, I suppose. Number two is Lucifer. Doesn't surprise me. I am watching that at the moment. It's season five. It's only got eight episodes up before, just like Winona Earp's doing now, coming back with the second half in 2021, which is kind of annoying, but then you'll appreciate it when it comes around to new episodes being out. Mm-hmm. And number one, which you don't think you mentioned, is Cobra Kai. Oh, fuck. <laughs> TV show you have been watching. Explain it. A spin-off? Wow. Or no? Sorry about that, everybody. That oh, blew into the is microphone. it good? No, no, just look at that bump. Oh, right shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. If you're wearing earphones. Uh, yeah. Um, Cobra Kai. Can't believe I forgot to mention that. I watched all of season all one. All things happen for a reason, yeah? Damn fine show. Very camp, very 80s, but it's cool throwback-wise because there's a lot of callbacks, obviously, to the first movie. I'm noticing it's only like... 20 to 30 minutes each per episode, yep. which is always good. Easy to watch. Uh, like I said, got that real campy 80s action vibe, but it's good. You know, it know, it stays in its lane. It knows what it is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, he's uh, 
it's it's funny because they try to blur the lines on who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. But right. it's really funny. I watched a breakdown video of who is truly the villain in the Karate Kid movie. Oh. Where they say Johnny's done nothing wrong. And, you know, <clears throat> Daniel LaRusso is a piece of shit because he steals <laughs> his girlfriend. He, like, ruins his Halloween day. Right. He cheats in the contest. Like, That's fair funny. go, Johnny cheats first, but he uses an illegal crane kick to win. Okay. You know, and it's, it's, it's hilarious. And I feel like I'm not saying that some people on YouTube who have made, like, breakdown videos of that kind of shit uh, influence the show but mm. I feel like it's leaned on heavily like Johnny's the star of the show essentially like it's more so based on him and how Daniel's dealing with it right more so than this is Daniel and Johnny's just you know started the Cobra Kai Academy again right so you finished <sighs> it all already first season yep two seasons been put up on a motherfucker oh really yep funny story yeah it was a YouTube original series oh no shit yeah do you remember when YouTube were trying to be like Putting out their own content and shit. I don't yeah, know I think they it. still are a little bit, but it's fallen by the wayside. I haven't seen anything else come of it. But yeah, okay. So then Netflix have bought it off of them and yeah. put up probably that second season. They've put their own tag on it now. They're of calling course. it a Netflix original. Of course. Good for them. to the moment in the episode where we're talking about our feature like I say it's not a feature film our feature topic if you will Umbrella Academy <coughs> season 2 dropped about 4 weeks ago actually less than that since we recorded last episode um, on August 7th Umbrella season July 2 July 31st apparently ah yep you're right okay so there was a bit of crossover there nice we figured that's one that we'll watch together. We watched it pretty quickly. I think inside a week. Yeah, I want to say three sessions maybe. Yeah, and we're like, right, that's definitely going to be a part of a feature for one of our upcoming season six episodes. And uh, obviously this has been quite a popular show and is still in the top ten, as we said just before in the previous segment. And ta- kicks off pretty much straight away after where season one left us, where th- they save themselves and the world from destruction but then they are sent somewhere else via a portal and end up in different in a different time entirely they're all back in the 60s they all come back at different times in the 60s that was a cool twist some of the homies got there in 61 62 and started establishing a life for themselves Mm -hmm. uh home girl allison finds love Homeboy yeah, she's Klaus married when we meet starts her. Starts a cult. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, like the what's the reluctant leader for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, hundred percent. That's where the song "Sunny" by Bernie M. There was a nice little montage mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. his uh, ascendancy to godlike status, and then him just saying "fuck this" and left. Mm-hmm. And he had a ridiculous haircut. Uh, homeboy number five. 
Homeboy number five. Homeboy number five. <laughs> uh, shows up and then sees the end of the world again and goes, for fuck's sake, why, mm-hmm. why does this shit keep happening? Yeah, it's following us everywhere, quite literally. And we only see my favorite character from season one. Oh, like, yeah. Briefly. <laughs> broke my heart. It does. There's a few things that broke. Hazel hearts. needs to come the fuck back. I oh, know she I was good. Him. No, he. Hazel. He. Sorry, who was the? What's Mary Jane Blige. Act? Yeah, Mary Jane Blige. That's the one from season one. She's not in that. Um, yeah. So you have a similar concept, and that they've got only a matter of days to stop the end of the world again. They, but he's got it. Number five's got to go find everyone in their relative, relatively new lives, and bring them together so they can prevent the end of the world again. And it has quite an interesting ending in that we're not going to see, we can't have every season where, all right, there's four days to the end of the world. We have a few characters who have changed. Because who's the character that's a ghost throughout all season one and two? That would be Ben, I believe his name ben, is. Ben. Yes. And only, uh, what's his name, can actually see him. That's right. And communicate with him. That was a really sad scene, actually, where he asks Ellen Page's character to hold him whilst he disappears because he's going from the astral plane to wherever, the afterlife, exactly. And you're like, oh, too soon. Like, Mm. it was reminded me of like Avengers Endgame, the way he sort of disappeared into into the air. Who disappeared into the air in Endgame? Uh, Not Endgame, sorry, Infinity War. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch Endgame. Anyway, it's <laughs> just another whole other story. I, I, every time I've watched that, I've been in an incredibly emotional time in my life and I'm never prepared for it. Yep. It's like saying goodbye to a lot of homies. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. Even when the ones come back, you're like, mm. oh, they're back. Oh, that's the best part. You know that some bad shit's going to happen soon as well mm-hmm. to your boy T-Dog, old mate Starks. That's it. Um, so I think it was like 10 episodes. They're all around 50 minutes each. So it's pretty quick to watch. A lot of people I know watch uh, have watched it recently as well. Um, probably why it's still in the top ten here. But, you know, it had its moments. I wasn't bored. It had a good pace this season. I guess because you know the characters now. Yeah. kind of know what to expect in that sense. Although some of them change a little bit and some of their relationships change a little bit, the dynamics between some of them. And the few new characters they did introduce, like Lila. Mm, and, there uh, weren't too many of them, which was Yeah, good. and they all had their own quirks, but... It, I found pretty much everybody likable except for Homegirl's husband. Not Homegirl's husband. Ellen Page's Homegirl's husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look at me Allison. Allison is the one who's married, right? Yeah, to a dude by the name of Chestnut. Oh, God. Interesting. But that was kind of like very timely. And I don't know if it was on purpose, but we're obviously back in the 60s and... Allison is dealing with being a woman of color in a very segregated society. And we're like, oh, because it was right on the nose of the Black Lives Matter movement. Like yeah. this was li- this literally came out after the Black Lives Movement had kicked off. But it was very, very timely in that sense that they would have filmed it a while ago and they've brought up this issue like of ish- racism. Yeah, issues that they're still dealing with today to, mm-hmm. you know, in some aspects, you know, it's... I won't say it's not as bad, but like it's still horrible. But yeah, nowhere near to the like the the lengths of segregation. Like that's right. This is going back to the time like a, of the civil rights movement. Yeah, You're going like a whites only diner or something. Yeah, this is what we were seeing. Like, oh, it's so frustrating to watch because I've seen it so many times and times again. It's like, oh, can we move past that? And then you go, nope, apparently not, because no. we're dealing with different type of racism now. And it's strange because I just you know, I. I don't comprehend it. Mm, like, oh, same. 
Like I get stereotypes. Yeah. You know, like Asians are smart and shit. Yeah. You, you can lean on stuff like white that. White man can't jump. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> nope. I'm living proof, even though I'm not 100 percent white. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're like, man, we watched this a while ago. That's <laughs> kind of. Well, it took a while for them all to come together, which was interesting. Yeah. So they're true. All living their own thing, and Five's trying to bring them together because he's like, "Yo, we've only got like 10 days, or mm. whatever." Well, it's it was a very on. short timeline again. And. Uh, New characters introduced to playing their parts with either keeping them apart or yeah. making it more difficult for them to. That was probably come their together. main purpose. Yeah, keep them apart longer. And uh, we'll Handler was it. making life still very difficult mm-hmm. for everybody. Yep, and we met that new character who was ty- she was she has powers and she was able to take a lot of their powers from yeah, them. That's what I'm talking about. Lala. Yeah, that look. Yeah, Lala. Lala. Yeah, she's really cool. She's her. cool. She's cool. Her relationship with Diego was mm-hmm. very interesting and welcoming as well, especially seeing they were both in a nut house. Yeah, that's where it started. To, yeah. To uh, save JFK. That was very entertaining. And then it ends with, uh, you know, spoiler alert, it ends with uh, Ben reappearing with a sparrow badge, some reference to sparrows, a sparrow so club. So you've, you've kind of biffed it. Mm-hmm. They prevent the end of the world yep. and then say, oh, sick, let's all time travel together back to the we'll present. Go back to now. But some shit's happened. Mm, things and have changed. Something that was alluded to in the very first episode was... Of season two? No, the very first episode oh, wow. ever. Yep. Was they were seven kids yes. of countless... Oh, like 40s. It's in the 40s yes. or more. These yeah. were the, only the ones he yes, managed to right. apprehend yep. and, you know, having his Umbrella Academy. Yes, so, we see, you know, faceless <laughs> faceless characters because casting, you know. Yes. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to get, get another season, season yet. Yeah. Um, we see, the, oh, but there's a different seven members under the label of Sparrow Academy. Mm-hmm. Only one from the originals is ben, ben. And he's like, who are these dipshits or assholes or whatever? Cut to credits. Noticeably different haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can tell them apart a little bit. So and also, the Daddy nice Hargraves is like a fish man or something. The fuck. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he that was his, weird. He yeah. takes his face off, or his entire the entire flesh part That's of right. his face. That was and weird. Then he like eats people or something. Mm-hmm. Again, I've never read the comic book, so no, I have no idea neither. what's going on. No, and I'm glad. <laughs> oh, you don't want to. Sometimes that can work against you for sure. But I like that it had that big cliffhanger. And somewhere else to go other than we've got 10 days to save the world. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be very, very complicated to no longer be the heroes of the story, really. Well, we just have no idea what's going to happen because no. Homeboy Hargraves was just like, I was wondering when you were going to show up. And, and you're like, okay, from where? From the future? From the past? From. Well, because they had interactions with the younger version of himself where he's just like, that's me right. And children. That's right. That's right. <laughs> very you good see point. A young Pogo. That's the monkey. It is, yes. And, uh, He's the best character. Is he? No. I think so. <laughs> I'm partial to the handler myself and since Hazel's no longer around. Damn it. Yeah. That's your fault. You made what? that happen. God damn it, Jade. <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> you and your glasses. Um, but if you haven't seen Umbrella Academy, definitely go back and check out season one. If you like that, then you'll like season two, I think. You just come in much more familiar for the second season knowing who people are, but obviously they don't let you get too comfortable because they keep them apart, like we said, and throw in new dynamics and mix it up to keep us on our toes. I really liked when Luther was clearly like at his 
at his darkest, mm-hmm. where he was just miserable and eating a massive he was bowl eating. of scrambled eggs. Eating and eating, yes. And, like talking with his mouth full, like it's just like that's that's great. I there were a lot of there was a few other funny funny moments in it as well, and they all evade me at this point. Well, there was the, where both future number five, yes, well, oh yeah, sorry, past but older number five, yes, and present but younger number mm-hmm. five were conspiring to kill each other, yes, with Luther being the proverbial like, like mediator yeah, in between, like the, maybe we should do this. Which way is he getting swayed? Because he's just a big dummy, and he's like, oh, you make a good point <laughs> to both of them. So he's like, what is he gonna do? Oh, and num- younger but present number five mm. even points out that he's losing his mind because of how time and being in the same Time's vicinity. Oh, of, yes, that's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So they were both. There were the seven stages of being like one of them was farting like or gas or something like that. It's very random. It was. Yeah. But it was good. Like you said, there's a lot of moments which, you know, mm. we don't have them all presently in front of us, but. A lot of fun. So when they it just when that happens though, and they are all together, it just makes it that much more special because it's not something we're seeing over and over again. Which I like because it would. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It would kind of like wash out a number of the other characters. So mm. when they get their own spotlight, it's good. And uh, yeah, Vanya's mm. gay now. I don't know if we talked about <laughs> that. She likes. Chicks. We haven't. Yeah. She. She. That's right. She wakes up in the '60s with no memory. Of yes. who she is and where she's from and what she's doing. So the only thing she knows is she likes uh, a bit of the poontang. <laughs> and Jesus. Uh, well, here's the thing. So she's clearly psychologically mm. scarred so bad from that dude who tried to kill her. She's oh, like, oh yeah, I'm not true going that, true that. Dick again. Even though she can't remember that, exactly. her body's telling you run Let's in the opposite direction. Those, <laughs> those guys, forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's right. Forget about it. But uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. We'll definitely look forward to seeing if it gets to season three. Didn't you tell me? It I has? feel like it already has. Yeah. But it will be a whole other year till we get to it. Yeah. If, if. You know, Hollywood starts working uh, again properly. Fingers crossed. Well, I ain't doing that, but okay. Chadwick Boseman. Fuck cancer and Wakanda forever. Pretty much, yes. He did pass in the last few days. Um, very, very sad. It's all over Twitter, especially. A lot of people reaching out to his family. Um, he got married in secrecy not that long ago to um, his longtime girlfriend as oh, well. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, I think. He knew it, what was yeah, happening. Correct. Uh, a lot of um, images I mean, not have surfaced. He got married, but fuck that no, shit. I know what you mean. Like he's gotten married because he knows that his time is probably limited. But he'd been battling colon cancer for four years, um, and was shooting all his films and all these things whilst doing it. He was going to hospitals and visiting kids with cancer. Only two years ago, there were photos surfacing of him doing that. So, doing all these things despite being sick, despite knowing that he's not well um, and basically nobody really knew about it. Yeah, secretly battling something as fucked as cancer is just, yeah. Mm. But yeah, the hashtag fuck cancer is totally appropriate. 
Um, so we've, we're finishing with shout out to uh, Chadwick Boseman and his family and Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. <laughs>